guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast, episode number 11, season 4, baby, developing writing, oh my god, guys, this is a monster, like, this is a really, really big podcast, uh, who knows how long this will go for, but guys, man, we're learning a lot, a variety of different things today, now, we're gonna learn how to write a story, similes, ways of talking, guys, I absolutely hope that you tune into my blog, to see some of the ways that you could write using the vocabulary that expresses one's feelings. You know what? Just by reading this, I know the absolute proper way now how to use quotes followed by the commas and the quotations. I'll get into that very, very soon. But you know what? Guys, I really, really hope that you check this out. There are some things that you could go over and then I'll have a task for you at the end. So I'm really, really excited about this because developing writing, it scored massively uh, the last time I actually posted it. And I told you guys that I would do much more developing writing. So guys, this is a story. This is about similes. But you know what? Let's first talk about stories. So again, speaking, what was the last story you read? What was it about? So I mean, me, I don't really read stories often. Um, the thing is, now that it's March 18th, there is a big, massive, uh, tournament that's getting ready to begin in America, uh, University Basketball, also known as March Madness. So, again, very, very excited about this time because I love seeing the fans and the university fans and just students who are vying for a spot in the new future, such as the NBA. So, I read stories like that because I'm compelled by the emotion behind it. I love seeing people, like, battle it out like warriors, like gladiators on a court to achieve success, which is, of course, hoisting that national championship, and I think it's just magnificent. So those are stories that I actually uh, read. Um, Again, I don't read blogs too much. I'm more of a listener, so I've just started listening to Rich Dad, Poor Dad, by Robert Kiyosaki. Guys, man, I'm telling you, if you could just listen to that and take notes, your life will change forever. You can improve your listening very, very quickly. And some of you right now, well, no, I wouldn't say some of you, but a lot of you who have said, oh, you speak very fast and it's normally my Thai students, I tell you guys to refer back to season one and season two because there's no such thing as speaking fast. Well, kind of. Puerto Ricans speak extremely fast. But it's all about... Literally, how you speak and how you communicate. And the thing is, if I speak a normal speed and you don't understand, you're going to have to downgrade it to like an 8 speed, a 6 speed. And so then you can work your way up. Now, of course, us native speakers and entrepreneurs, they want to get more done in less time. So they try listening at a 1.2 or a 1.5 speed. Me, I love listening at 1.2 because I can pick it up. Now, if I'm taking notes, maybe I might downgrade it to a normal speed, but I love listening at a 1.0 speed. So, guys, anyways, um, ask yourself if you like this story. What do you think makes a good story? These are really good IELTS questions, content, stuff like that. Good for free writing and free speaking, too. So, what makes a good story? Hey, you know what? I'll give you guys a story at the end. But you know what? Let's talk about similes. I'm going to go into similes now. Guys, I haven't used similes in 5,000 years. I really, I rarely, rarely, rarely use similes. And so what is a simile? It's basically comparing one thing to something that is completely different, right? Like as quiet as a mouse. 
right? So we kind of use like or as, okay, when we're comparing things that are completely different, right? Um, so it's kind of like as brave as a line, okay? That shows that lines are extremely brave. As crazy, you know, crazy like a fox, all right? So I've actually written some similes down on this blog, and it is interesting to say the least. I haven't seen similes in years, guys. I remember I was taught this maybe second or third grade, and then that was it. So if we look at this, uh, as light as a feather, Okay, so again, if you guys want to do this and look at some of the similes, tune into the blog, uh, 1 through 10, and then you have A through J that you have to connect those similes to, all right? So, um, similes like as light as a feather, as solid as ice, uh, it could be as quick as a flash, right? Because flashes are obviously, uh, quick. As cold as ice, it could be that too, um... An oxymoron is, as you know, it's cold as hell. A lot of you guys probably say, wait, hell is supposed to be hot. You know, obviously, if you're on that religious type, which I'm really not. But, again, it's cold as hell. Someone like, cold and hell, they are, com they are completely opposite. Yes, it's called an oxymoron. So, guys, looking at some of these similes, depending on what type of writing you're doing and whatnot, and if you're actually trying to put more feel into it and you're trying to make comparisons or whatnot yes you can include these into stories academic writing obviously not but um yeah that's what i wanted to go over and uh that's in terms of similes so you guys could do that on your own now vocabulary ways of talking so I'm going to give you some of these vocabularies and you're going to hear how I respond to them. Now, obviously, questions one through eight, you'll be able to match along with those vocabulary terms in A through H. All right. But I really want to give you guys a nice example of how what you know what these are in the feelings for them. So first and foremost, I'm going to give you sentence number one. A quote. Oh, well. I won't be able to go to Japan this year. <sighs> That's called sighing. So, I love this sentence because if you look at it, it says, quote, Oh well, comma, I won't be able to go to Japan this year. Comma, quote, capital I, side, with E-D, S-I-G-H-E-D, period. Guys, this is how you write a sentence when you're actually trying to explain one's emotion. It's interesting because I always wonder, do you put a period? Do you put a comma? Do you put this? Do you put that? Well, I mean, yes, you actually, after an exclamation point, if you're trying to show some kind of, you know, you know, if someone has a loud voice or they're excited or in pain or whatnot, you put an exclamation point, you put I, well, I'm sorry, the quotation after that to end it. Plus the pronoun I, and then you could put yelled, gasp, whine. Look at some of these sentences. Well, look at the sentences on my blog and start including this in some of your writing because this is very, very compelling. This is so cool because now I'm like, oh my God, I see how all these writers do it. The Stephen Kings and all the crazy people out there. So, <sighs> let me go over some more of this vocab. So, B, it can't be. I thought you weren't coming. So that's a gasp like, <gasps> it can't be. I thought you weren't coming. That's a gasp. 
that's when you're shocked. When you're shocked to see someone, you're like, I can't believe it. It's like I'm looking at a ghost, although that's a shriek, right? So, that's what gasp means now. See, no, you're going in the wrong direction. That's a yell, okay? So, of course, I would write after that, I yelled. So, if you hear some of the narrators in some of the audiobooks, they say, no, you're going in the wrong direction. I yelled. You see? So they actually, in that quote, they say it with whatever emotion it is, and then they bring it back down. I yelled. So, no, you're going in the wrong direction. I yelled. She said, oh, well, you didn't tell me. You see what I mean? So this is how you put emotion into storytelling. So let's get into D. D, but I'm already working 10 hours on Saturday. I'll repeat that. But I'm already working 10 hours on Saturday. That means it sounds like he's whining, right? So, yes, whined, E-D. So, another example, of course, going into the next one. Uh, E, it's a cockroach. That's called shrieking, okay? So, if you guys are wondering, let me just give you the perfect definition of shriek because, well, I really don't want to go over that. So, shrieking, obviously... That's when you're in terror, pain, or excitement. You're going to see that in some of the answers, obviously, too. So, yeah. Oh, it's a cockroach. That means you're scared. You're excited. You're like, oh, my God, it's disgusting. It could be a, a snake. Okay? Here in Thailand, they find big, massive, freaking five-meter snakes in toilets. In the toilet, guys. So, yeah, it gets a little crazy out here. Welcome to Thailand. So, that is Shrieking. Now, whispering, don't tell anyone I told you, I whispered. You see? So, I try, you know, when I'm actually flirting with someone, especially at the gym, because I'm a bad boy. <laughs> I kind of go up to the girl. I say, hey, uh, don't tell your boyfriend I told you this, but boy, you looking real good today. <laughs> boy, it works every time. They say, oh my God, thank you. He doesn't need to know. Oh! Oh, yeah! I'm kidding. It's a joke. Yeah, but do you understand what I'm saying? Don't tell anyone I whispered. So, that's the whisper. You have to say it under your breath. Right? Now, I love mutter. So, mutter is when you're saying something that cannot be clearly stated. Maybe you're embarrassed or you're talking to yourself or because you're annoyed or you say it under your breath because you don't want the other person to hear because maybe it's something bad, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. You know, you hear parents say, what did you say to the son? So if the mom says, hey, we're not going to the thing today. Mom, you said we were gone. And then, or, or maybe the mom says something else and then the boy's like, and then you say, what, what, what did you say? That's called muttering. That, that could be mocking. Of course, the boy or the girl is mocking and whatnot. But yeah, muttering means you're muttering something uh, under your breath. So I say things quickly. So if I see a girl or whatnot, uh, or if I'm trying to get a point across or I'm trying to say a joke that like underlines everything, uh, I say it very, very quickly and then I switch the topic. I love doing that because then they're in the state of confusion. They're like, wait, what? What did you say? I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? I didn't say anything. Yeah, I think it's really funny. So anyways, that's called muttering. And grown, kids do this a lot. Why are we going there? That could be a whine and that could be a groan. 
Alright, so this is a lot of good vocabulary for you guys to go over. Um, and of course, put it into your writing. So this is your task. Practice makes perfection, right? Well, no, not really. Practice makes improvement. Alright, so you're going to write a story. And of course, with all that vocab that you actually see on my blog, I want you to submit this story. Of course, I'll check it. I'll be very compelled. And you know what? If you make a very, very good story, I'll be more than happy to post it on my Facebook page and or Instagram if you are not embarrassed. But you know what? Your story must end with a spe- this specific sentence. This is the sentence. Quote, it had been the most surprising thing that had ever happened to them. And probably ever would. I'll repeat that. It had been the most surprising thing that had ever happened to them. And probably ever would. You guys are going to have to write a story, but that is going to be the end of the story. So whatever your story is, it has to correlate with what that is right there. I'll repeat it one more time. It had been, okay, this is the past perfect, it had been the most surprising thing that had ever happened to them, comma, and probably ever would. So you're going to have to use your imagination and come up with some fire to make a story and then end it with that. So guys, with that being said, thank you for tuning in to another developing of course writing podcast guys similes some speaking obviously some vocabulary and the ways of talking human emotion and whatnot man i came with the big bundle today so guys man i hope you uh, enjoyed this if you have any questions please let me know and i'm looking forward to more podcasts and more of just about everything so guys stay tuned for more i am your host arsenio as usual over and out